welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, where we help you understand exactly what they're talking about in the news. As always, I'm Jack, and with me is Jennifer. Hey, the everybody. Fabulous. I'm really glad you started including that. I know, I like it. Yeah, yeah me too. No, I just need a nickname. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work on it. <laughs> but before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe. And ring the bell to get notifications every time we post. And don't forget to comment down below. Tell us how much you like us. or How, how much, much you hate us. Or how much you hate us. <laughs> We're good with both. We're good so. with both. The, the, the hateful ones are actually kind of funny usually. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. So. But let's get into the story. So we have this report from Rasmussen. Voters strongly reject Representative Cory Bush's defund the police rhetoric. By a two to one margin. Voters disagree with her statement to, quote, defund the police, with a majority agreeing with a North Carolina sheriff's complaint that Democrats have become hostile to law enforcement. Now, I think I should preface that the North Carolina sheriff is a Democrat himself, although I believe he decided to leave the party. Okay, that's good information to have for sure. A new Rasmussen report National Telephone and Online Survey finds that 63% of likely U.S. voters disagree with the Missouri Democrats, quote, from a CBS News interview last week. Quote, defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into a social safety net. Now, I believe she also told people who criticized her spending 70000 on private security to suck it up. And that her life was more valuable because she was in a place to make good I social change. I think I heard something about that. That was a lot of uproar. I actually have the article pulled up from the New York Post. And, of course, Fox News also covered it. But, yeah, she said, suck it up. Okay. Which, it's kind of not how we do it with our government. We don't elect people who think they're better than you. You well, go to represent everyone else. We shouldn't. Else. We shouldn't elect people who think they're better than you. Um, it appears we have in quite a few cases. So, but I mean, I guess we have to give her a little credit. That is some good moxie. Yeah, yeah. It's shout, good self confidence. Shout out to <laughs> to your your cojones. Yeah, to your cojones. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, good, good for you. Uh, those who disagreed with her uh, included 51% who strongly disagreed with her statement. 31% actually agreed with her statement on defunding the police, including 12% who strongly agreed. Now, I think a lot of that has to come down to what do you think defund the police means? Because sometimes it comes down to being a semantic game. So to people on the right, defund the police means literally you're taking away funds from the police, which I have an article pulled up from The Guardian, in which at least 20 major cities have reduced police budget in some form or another. And I think the estimates for just general cities, I think it's like 270 or something like that. But then the other argument is, is that people say, well, defunding the police doesn't really mean defunding mm -hmm. the police. It's more of a broader narrative about instituting some kind of, of change to make policing better. To me, it just sounds like, okay, if we walked around talking about, oh, we should defund teachers, that's not going to help that situation any because teachers are already grossly underpaid. I mean, 
no matter what you you know what what you believe about the public education system like you can pretty much agree that they could probably make a little bit more money Mm -hmm. um but if we walked around talking about like oh yeah defund the teachers that wouldn't really help our education system now would it it wouldn't especially if you actually defunded the teachers it would take away funds from them nor would the slogan defund the teachers as oh we have to just simply start talking about different avenues to take to better this yeah so it just one is bad and one means nothing one is almost like a cop-out when you say oh it's just a broader narrative yeah it almost seems like a cop-out to actually making some big changes yeah i just use that example because that sounds ridiculous right like Mm -hmm. no one thinks giving teachers fewer resources and a lower salary is Mm -hmm. going to help so why would it do the same thing for our police and police are underfunded as well Mm -hmm. i mean i don't think there's a social program out there that is not underfunded I think to be a social program, I think it. You, I think you have to be underfunded. <laughs> Not that you have to be, but I think you know when you bring up what, what if you have a list of bullet points, what is a social program? Uh, being underfunded. underfunded would be on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you do, you have to think about the police as a social, a form of a social program. Now, mm-hmm. is it the greatest? Obviously not. It's got mm-hmm. some issues. Does it need probably reform? Yes. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our social programs that we've talked about could use reform and need, you know, different things. I really think it's like you said, kind of the just the narrative that we're taking. It one sounds really good and like, oh, yeah, we're going to do something. And then Mm -hmm. and then actually talking about what that looks like is a lot harder. And I don't think it's a problem to say that certain programs need to. I don't think reform is the right word. I think reform is like a a catch-22 for simply saying things need to be um, advanced or made better as times change. Because that's true. Um, you know, whether it's policing, whether it's schools, whether it's the welfare system, you have to progress them as times change, as they become older, as they no longer fit what they were intended to do in the first place. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, but the whole narrative of, of taking away funds is definitely not going to help that at all. Yeah. Especially when you have to buy equipment like guns, like body armor, like tear gas and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Cause people don't realize my, my dad had this issue. He, he brought this up a long time ago and he, he mentioned, and a lot of people mentioned this too, that the police are becoming too militarized. But the other side of that argument is if you have a policeman who has high quality body armor, who ha- who is equipped with weapons or, or, or secondary weapons or non-lethal weapons, that they will feel confident to do the right thing in that situation, right? They'll feel confident, they'll be uh, clear-headed, they'll be less likely to feel like they're under pressure and therefore less likely to make a mistake, which is a great argument to make. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just getting them the same resources that we want for the community. I mm-hmm. mean, how much mental health program or how many mental health programs do they have? Mm-hmm. Do they have someone who will say, look, you're not okay. You're not, you don't need to be out there right now because I would hope that even me as a social worker, mm-hmm. if I wasn't in the right frame of mind to do my job that I wouldn't be out there doing my job because mm-hmm. I impact people's lives every day. Mm-hmm. 
So I hope that, you know, they need those resources as well. And Mm -hmm. that's something that when you have a budget and it's a smaller budget than you had last year, what are you going to prioritize? The guns or the mental health? Mm -hmm. It's not going to fix the issue. I've always said that, now I don't know if this is is plausible or maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty aware that in the military you only go um, for a certain period of time, right? I think you do like a six-month stint. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's because it's very stressful and it starts to wear down on you. Now, I don't know if they do that in the police departments, but if it's not, maybe it's something they should start instituting Mm -hmm. where you're only on the streets for so many months or so many years until it starts to wear on you. And you start to be, I don't know, you start to be desensitized to what's going on and and, and you're more likely to make a mistake or, or something like that. And maybe it doesn't mean you're off the street, but maybe you're off of certain high pressure situations yeah yeah and so in that instance maybe you don't necessarily need more resources for mental health i mean that'd be great if you but if you don't have the money then maybe you don't need those mental health services because you're being taken off the street at a at a set time you're getting that break and that that step away from Mm -hmm. from the high pressure situations Right. Go be a meter maid for a little while. Or even you don't have to, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get that's a joke. But you could even take those cops then who then are experienced on the force and then maybe you could transition them into more of a, a an educational role for other cops. Because I think a lot of cops I hear when I watch YouTube videos of former cops and whatnot, they're always asking for more training, <laughs> more education to be better prepared on the job to do the right thing. And that's one of the things that, Again, you say defund the police, but I really think that's the majority of what people are asking when mm-hmm. they say defund the police. You know, get them better training, get them, you know, the things to make sure that they're not in those moments where they're going to make a mistake or in the position to do something bad, you know. That doesn't make sense to me. They're Does saying defund they're saying defund the police, but they really mean we want to fund all these different por- programs. Well, no, I'm not saying that that's what they're saying. That's mm-hmm. their intention and their narrative isn't fitting that intention. Right, they're just shouting the they're slogan. They're just shouting the slogan because it it's easier and and sounds good. Mm-hmm. So, what what they really want is the opposite of that. They just don't realize it. Is that could that be the bane of the political divide? One side just does not know how to communicate what they really want. I think both sides are guilty of it, though. So it it flip flops between both of them. Like you always have one side that's like yelling, and then another side that's like, "But hold on!" Mm-hmm. But but I feel like it changes. Like both sides yell. So there should be. I almost feel like. Maybe there should be a feature on social media where you're not able to respond to someone's post until you've, I don't know, sat on it for 24 hours. Like there's a, it uses your camera, it scans your eyes, it knows you read it, but you're not allowed to reply. So you have to think about your reply for 24 hours and then maybe you're not going to scream. It should be like, you know, those forms, like the terms and conditions where it makes you scroll all the way to the bottom of the page before it'll let you click the button. Mm -hmm. It should at least be something like that. Like you have to at least scroll through the whole article Mm -hmm. and not just read the headline. Well, it doesn't, in a perfect world, you would have actually read the entire article. But most people don't. So you at least have to scroll through it. Maybe you'll retain. Take a quiz before you respond. Yes, take a quiz. Does, there we go. And, and does this sound like a reputable news source? 
explain why, then we'll approve your comment. I think it's a great idea. But let's see. So this Rasmussen report, um, it found that 63% of likely U.S. voters actually disagree with Representative Cory Bush's defund the police movement, which I think we should preface doesn't mean that they would disagree with instituting any other of the variables that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, by contrast, 57% of voters agree with the quote from the Democratic sheriff in which he stated that Democrats in Washington attack and degrade all law enforcement officers who risk their lives every day to protect the people. Now, before you say that, well, maybe 57% of those, maybe they were all Republicans. Um, let's see, where is it? I think he had the 71? No, it was a high number of Democrats that agreed there. Mm. Yeah, down here. 46% of Democrat, U.S. Democrats agree with Bush's statement. Oh, yeah, that was so odd. It was like several paragraphs down. Yeah. Yeah, 46%. And then 44% agree with Cloninger's statement that some new Democrats attack blah, 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 with 72% of Republicans and 57% of unaffiliated voters agreeing with the sheriff. And so, I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a better number than I would have expected. Let's put it that way. What would you have expected? A little more 60-40, 60% not agreeing and 40%. With Bush with, or Clover? No, with uh, the sheriff. Okay. Because I would think they would just be like, well, no, we're not attacking. Not all police officers. Yeah, yeah. But so. I think, I mean, you see a lot of headlines for at least the last 18 months attacking. And I don't know why they do it because you know they – rely on the police and every other capacity. They've got private security. They've got security in the Capitol building. They've got security all over the place. Well, and it doesn't help your narrative because if you truly want change, mm -hmm. then you don't want to create a system where all cops feel like, okay, well, we're already being, mm -hmm. we've already got this stigma against us. Stigma in anything is never good. Mm -hmm. So we've already got this, this title and this, perception of ourselves so mm -hmm. why should we work harder to be better right or how are you even going to get new police officers yeah it's like oh even if you rebrand it as the i don't know the the green new police just Crazy. just for kicks and giggles why would anyone want to sign up if you if, if they've just been harassed for 18 months and honestly You're, if someone's being harassed for 18 months and they still sign up doesn't that seem a little hostile like i am ready to Fight them. Or you're just getting someone who's just doing it for the money and doesn't care about the law that they're upholding. Yeah. So yeah. you'll get even worse cops. Again, it doesn't fit what... Because, like I said, you know, any if you stop and ask anybody who says, oh, yeah, defund the police, well, what do you want from that? Well, mm -hmm. I just want them to do better. I want them to make better decisions. I want them to have mm -hmm. more training. I want them to have this. Oh, be less militarized, you know. But that doesn't work with what you're saying if mm -hmm. you actually stop and think about it. Mm -hmm. So. And I've even heard the argument that, like, oh, well, I've never seen the police around me, so why do we really need them? Well, it's because they're doing such a <laughs> damn good job I don't, that you don't have to see them. I don't like it when the police are around because that means something's happening. I always feel like I'm going to get pulled over, though. I will, I will admit that. 
you're always just like looking out the back of your rear view mirror. Well, I'll just, hear oh God, what did I do? <laughs> I'll hear the siren and be like, <gasps> and then they pass me and I'm like, oh, yes. oh thank goodness. Thank goodness. So. Um, but, oh, and then they break it down even further. So the percentage, because uh, of course we're going to get people who say, well, you know, obviously everyone who agrees, they're all white. Well, Rasmussen breaks it down. So the percentage of black and white voters who agree with the sheriff's statement uh, is identical at 54%. In fact, 68% of those who agree uh, were minorities. And uh, majorities of every political affiliation and racial group reject the claim that most police officers are racist. 76% of Republicans, 60% of Democrats, and 69% of unaffiliated voters say the police are not racist, as do 73% of whites, 50% of blacks, and 63% of minorities. Likewise, majorities across the board say their local police departments do an excellent or good job. 86% of Republicans, 63% of Democrats, and 70% of unaffiliated voters rate the local police excellent or good, as do 76% of whites, 57% of blacks, and 73% of other minorities. The thing that I'm taking away from that is I hear all the time that independent voters are leaning more right these days. And maybe not even leaning right, but leaning away from voting Democrat. And that's what those statistics show me. Mm -hmm. When you have 70% of unaffiliated voters kind of going in the opposite direction of the Democrats in this in this case. Yeah. Hopefully that's towards more like moderate and not anywhere too far left or right, though. I think... I think supporting police is a moderate position. It should be a moderate yeah. position. I mean, they are the first line of defense to ensuring law and order in the country and upholding the Constitution. I don't see how that's a left or a right position. Uh, President Joe Biden has criticized demands to defund the police, but his strongest supporters are much more likely than other voters to agree with Cori Bush's rhetoric. Among voters who strongly approve of Biden's job performance as president, 53% agree with Bush's statement that we need to defund the police, including 20% who strongly agree. By contrast, among voters who strongly disagree on Biden's performance, only 7% agree with Bush's defund the police rhetoric, while 87% strongly disagree. So I think that further shows that people who are more Democrat, like more left, kind of want to defund the police. And then you have the independent voters who are kind of getting away from that mm -hmm. or who, who don't support that. I just like reading these articles because it helps me understand... <laughs> Like, these reports help me understand why I'm answering what I'm answering when I do those surveys. Because I do the surveys. You I, do the surveys? I do the surveys. No one has ever asked me a survey. I, yeah. Well, I also never answer my phone either. So. Yeah, so that's probably the majority of the reason. Uh, but, yeah, I've answered the phone, and I do the, do the surveys. And it's always, like, confused me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, what is me having, you know, agreeing or disagreeing with the job President Biden's doing? What does that have to do with what you're asking me about? Mm -hmm. But now I see that it does because they're just going to turn that into nifty data. And that's not to say that Rasmussen is like the end-all be-all because there's plenty of other surveys oh, yeah. and, and data collecting, whatever. So if you have other sources that you want to show us to tell us why maybe this Rasmussen report is wrong, let us know in the comments down below. Absolutely. We always love reading other articles and, and 
eventually we'll make follow-up videos to some of these, I hope. So I hope so that'll too. be exciting. But if you are working in a data collection agency, Jennifer is a apparently a willing participant. Not always. A not always. Well, you can give it a I, shot. Yeah, you can try. It, it's like, <laughs> I would say 60 I'm sure they already have you on a list somewhere. Oh, I'm on several lists. <laughs> sounded bad. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>